0: This is the Italian Real Estate Podcast. here to help you with the ins and outs and basics of Italian real estate presented by Lawyers.com. Hello there and welcome to another edition of the Italian Real Estate Podcast presented by Lawyers.com. Of course, we are back at it again with Italian attorney Marco Pelmonian. How are you doing, man?
1: Good, how are you?
0: I am doing great, thank you. And so today, We are going to be continuing with this mini-series on the places that we might consider living or the places that we might be able to recommend in Italy to consider purchasing property, uh, whether that's for yourself or as an investment or something that you would like to make into an Airbnb, whatever it might be. Because there are various factors to consider and reasons why purchasing a property might make sense to you. Some people are looking for a property to have for later in life for for something to retire to but some people may be looking for a property that they can live in now because they need to be able to work and live and support themselves and so today we're going to be talking about cities the past two episodes we've done the first one was on the waterfront by the lake the second one was on the waterfront by the sea but today specifically I think it's important that we do talk about the cities. Italy has some beautiful cities, some fantastic places, but maybe some of the places that we're going to be talking about today might not necessarily be some of the first places that you would think about. So Marco, I know one place in particular that you have in mind that you are thinking to talk about is actually quite close to you, and it's not a place that so many people even know about. Maybe do you want to quickly just uh, talk about where this place is and what it is? Since we're talking about purchasing properties in an Italian
1: town or city, uh, like you said, I want to talk about a city that most people don't know. And uh, it's a city that is very close, once again, to where I live in Italy, to where my home in Italy is. And this city is called Ferrara. Ferrara. It's a city in Emilia Romagna, and the next biggest city would be Bologna, which is kind of more famous. But the beauty of Ferrara, in my opinion, is that it's the perfect size because it's not too big, it's not too small. So you have everything, and uh, you have like the high speed train, you have all of the advantages of a major city. But at the same time, you don't have uh, all of the crowds that you would find in a major city like Rome or Milan where you can be maybe stuck in traffic for hours uh, during rush hour.
0: Or even good luck trying to find parking. Absolutely. We've spoken about that one before.
1: (laughs) I know you and I had some experience in Rome. I remember we you and I went to Rome where we went interviewed by that um, Italian uh, news station and I don't know if you remember, we rented a car and uh, it was like the worst idea because it took us hours, I mean, not hours, but a long time to find a parking for the car when we were done with the car and we ended up having to park the car much further away than when we had to go by car. So it was like, Complete disaster.
0: Yeah, it was fun though, (laughs) because the thing is actually, we got to see a lot in the city by car. (laughs) Not not quite the areas we were aiming for, but we got to see a lot of some of the back streets, and even we, I don't remember, but it was like this lookout point over the city, and we got to see it from the car. I was like, hey, yo, I'm not gonna complain about this. (laughs) Yeah, but
1: anyway, um, like I said, Ferrari is beautiful. Uh, There are major universities in uh, Ferrara, big companies, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, it's not too big of a city. Probably my second choice would be another city in the area, um, and more specifically in my region, uh, which I happen to be very familiar with, which would be Verona. Verona has the same advantages of Ferrara. It's a little bit bigger, but still, it's not too crowded. There isn't too much traffic. It's beautiful, it's known worldwide. And you can find the peace that you're looking for. So not too many tourists, uh, a good balance of people and traffic. And uh, so it's, it's it's another city that I personally would consider uh, were to buy a house for myself or as an investment or even to rent out through Airbnb. Of course, Verona is a little bit bigger, but I'd say they're both on the same level and their cities that I would consider personally um as an investment or even to buy a second home for myself.
0: Interesting. I can I can definitely see the the benefits and the attraction of both places, but especially Verona. There always seems to be like something cool and fun and interesting is going on there. I mean, I always feel like I hear people talking about uh that they either want to move there or at least in within Italy at least within conversations with Italians that it's like the place that they want to end up or a place that they would like to go, a place that they would like to spend time. I mean, even I remember when I was living in Alto Adige, there was somebody who I knew who was working in Bolzano and actually lived in Verona and would take the train up almost every day. We're talking about like what, two hours or something on the train? Like that's a that's a pretty big distance in Italian terms. And um, that was their commute to work. They ended up getting to the point where it was a couple times a week. But still, they really enjoyed living in Verona that much that it actually was so much of a draw to be there, also cost of living and so on. And it, it, it actually was an interesting choice because this person was originally from Germany, but they wanted to live in Italy. But working in their own language, Was really a bit more convenient. So they kind of had created this interesting life where they almost had the best of both worlds in many ways, other than the commute between the cities. Um, But yeah, I mean, also, you do have some startups, some tech startups out there, as well as um, uh, an interesting scene full of young people, vibrant people, and also older people who are at at a later stage in life and retiring. Um, Even like we spoke about in. The previous episode on the lakes Garda is not that far away so you do have some access to get there quite easily but I'm curious are there any other cities in the country that you might consider saying would be worthwhile to consider or would there be any places that maybe you would say you aren't crazy about personally
1: Well, um, probably the next city that I would consider, uh, say if there were no houses in Ferrara or Verona anymore, the next city that I would take into consideration would probably be Florence. It's again, Mm. bigger than Verona. Uh, It's more crowded and definitely you may have some problems with traffic and parking the car, but it's still livable and it's very beautiful. It's famous worldwide and um but to answer your other question i would probably not consider rome that's a personal choice i have helped uh numerous clients in purchasing a property in rome or an apartment uh, in rome and uh it's a very beautiful city i i go there um quite a few times during the year we have um, cases as you know we talked about that in the citizenship podcast for people who uh, petition the court in Rome to become Italian citizens so we have to go there uh, numerous times during the year and it's very beautiful it's they, they say it's a museum without walls and it's yeah true absolutely true it's uh, it's beautiful I can see that unique but I don't know if I've lived there man it's very crowded a lot of traffic yeah. and i don't know if you have an opinion about rome but that's my opinion my personal opinion and 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 actually my next question was going to be if if it's not rome where would you buy a house in italy maybe that can add up to the uh, discussion because you know as an american you may have a different right. perspective so what what do you think
0: yeah you know actually it's funny because that you do mention that for you personally rome wouldn't be quite the place that you would choose because it's hustling and bustling and and that. But for me, not that I like the hustle and bustle, but as far as cities go, it doesn't feel as hustling and bustling, if that makes sense. Like there's a lot going on, but it doesn't feel necessarily too overwhelming. I do like Rome as a city. Um, Not that I've spent a ton of time there, but I could say it would probably be out of the larger cities in the country, One that would probably be, for me, more a place that I might consider, largely because of what is available there. You have wonderful food there, and you also have easy access to get around Europe, as well as if you are somebody who needs to get back to the US, like you have family or friends or emergencies, or somehow you need to be able to get back there, you do have a lot of direct flights from Rome. It's very easy to get to the airport. Not everybody's crazy about the airport there, but it's an airport. None of them are perfect. And at the very worst, like you'll have a connection through something like Madrid. M- mostly from Rome, you'll be able to get a direct flight, but some do go through other parts of Europe. But it's it's very easy and, and relatively um, cost-effective to fly through that city. Um, but. I would say maybe if I were to start thinking about a city actually to go back to the earlier part of the conversation, probably for me, Verona would probably be the place Um, again because of its location and it's a little bit off the beaten track, but not so far off the beaten track that it's the middle of nowhere. It's not like there's nothing going on. There's still plenty to do. You've got an airport there, super easy to get to, especially from the central train station. and. You also have the other airports. You can get to like Bergamo or to Venice or even to Bologna. Like you can take the the train to get to any of those locations. And it's really quite simple to do another place. I actually haven't spent time there, but everything I know about it and the people who I know who've spent time there um, really only have wonderful things to say about being in Trieste. I think that might be an interesting place to consider. But the other place that I might consider um, actually would be Turin, Trieste-Turin, both in the north, both, both starting with the T there. Um, but I feel like I've really never heard s- really negative feedback about either place. Um, maybe that Turin could be a bit cold and chilly and every couple of years there is some flooding that can happen there. But I think these are interesting places to look because, for me, I would have a very t- a difficult time considering Milan. I'm pretty sure that you have pretty similar feelings that I do about Milan, that it's an interesting city. There's a lot going on. It's, there's always something to do, but it's a bit much at times. <laughs> a lot of hustling and bustling, and um, it can be a bit cold there, and also not just the weather, but... I hate to say, but the people can also be a bit cold up there as well.
1: Well, they say it's the New York of Italy, so a lot of people move from other areas of Italy to Milan for work for business yep. reasons. A lot of major yep. companies and banks uh, yeah. and uh, other video game b- companies yeah, as all well. based in Milan. Yeah. So definitely is yeah. the place where an Italian would move uh, if they were looking to uh, for for business opportunities or for for work. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people yeah. from the south move to uh, milan but i wouldn't say it's a place where a lot of foreigners are looking to invest um milan is very close to the lake lake como so yeah a lot of people consider the lake uh as an an area uh suitable for investments and we talked about the lakes in uh the first video of this mini series but again uh they they believe outside of Milan, maybe in the lake area, but not in Milan, they would live close to Milan because they can have access to the airport. Right. Uh, and Milan, together with Rome, is the probably the only place in Italy uh, where you can find a direct flight uh, to the US. But right. again, not a lot of people move to Milan from abroad, and that's because it's a little bit, you know, gray. Uh, a lot of like things go fast. People move there for work. A lot of people work all the time.
0: Um, it's kind of the opposite of the classic idea of Italian yes. lifestyle that people look for. Sorry I interrupted you there, though.
1: No, that's, that's absolutely true.
0: It's, 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 it's kind of crazy like that you go to Italy and you have this idea in your head. I remember the first time I went to Italy, and it, was, it like actually happened to be the first place really that I came to because we flew into Malpensa, I believe it was. and. I got to the central train station and I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to Italy. It's all these picturesque, cute little towns and this and that. And then I'm standing in front of the central station in front. And, and it's like the old, like the old style of architecture from that period of history that if we name too directly on YouTube, that we might get into a little bit of trouble for saying um, for whatever reason. But that's, a, of course, a different subject for a different date. Why we can't say certain things. Um just understand, it's because of YouTube, um, but during that point in history, that there was a particular style of architecture that was very big and almost trying to create some of the feeling of the Roman Empire, but to be bigger and better than what even they did. Um, and it is you feel just absolutely just tiny when you're in front of this building, when you're inside of it. It's gorgeous. But it's also got that same kind of feeling that you have all around Milan, like that, like a little bit of a cold. There's like something even when it's warm and hot outside, there's a coldness about that city. I don't know what it is, but there's just something about it. Fun. I would definitely go there for a vacation. Probably one of my favorite places if I were to go shopping for clothes or even actually there's a fantastic hat store there. But I'm going off on a tangent here. (laughs) Um, But anyway, I do think this actually might be an interesting place to round out this episode in this mini-series talking about the different parts of Italy that we might consider living in or recommending to individuals who are considering to purchase property out in Italy and or move to the country. But Marco, if anybody is seeking assistance with moving to Italy and more importantly purchasing property in Italy, how can they get in contact with you and your team? People can contact us through
1: our website italianrealestatelawyers.com or uh, give us a call. The number is on the website
0: absolutely fantastic and of course if you're interested in more content like this about italian real estate be sure that you are subscribed to the youtube channel or the audio podcast or both but the bonus of being subscribed to the youtube channel is that you are automatically subscribed to the italian citizenship podcast where we talk about life in italy from a practical perspective and how you can actually legally reside in the country and of course also if you're interested in any content about life in italy living in italy or life abroad as an expat life abroad as a dual citizen expat be sure to come over to my youtube channel youtube.com rafael di where i have many of these discussions even marcos come onto the channel a few times to talk about what's going on in italy and anyway Definitely recommend it as well as the audio only podcast that you can find Not Your Average Globetrotter where I go and talk about some of these same projects. Sometimes there's some audio exclusive episodes, but anyway, you can find that out and <laughs> check it all out. But for the time being, Marco, thank you very much again for making yourself available for another episode of the Italian Real Estate Podcast presented by ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com. Of course, I'm Rafael Di Furia and stay safe and healthy out there. And We will see you all next time. Later.